greet you all in the wonderful name of the living Jesus Christ, our Lord and our wonderful Savior. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another day that the Lord hath made for us to rejoice and be glad in it. I believe it has been a moment since our last episode, but I believe that I have the word from the Lord today that might make a difference in your life. Under the subject, do not feed the monkeys. Now, the scripture that we'll be reading today, we'll get our scripture from the first book of Timothy, chapter 6, verse 11 and verse 12. It reads as follows from the NIV version, But you, O man of God, flee from all these and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you were made, when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in the mighty name of the living Jesus Christ. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that we have um, come across a writing or a warning or a board that was written, do not feed the monkeys. And if you've traveled many a times, you would see this uh, um, sign next to the road that says, do not feed the monkeys. And as I've been traveling myself, sometimes I've come across a, a, a sign that said, do not feed the monkeys. And it went on further to say there was a fine, a spot fine, if you so ever to be caught um, feeding the monkeys. Now, in my mode of thinking, in my time of reflection, I, I, I was thinking, what could be the reason behind the, 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 the warning sign to not feeding the monkeys? Most of the time, I've seen it next to the road. I've even saw it one time at a zoo that said, do not feed the monkeys. Now, my question then was, why? Why is it? What could be wrong in us feeding the monkeys? And now I later on realized in, in, in a few discussions that I've had that the sign was actually correct because in us trying to feed the monkeys, in us trying to show kindness, because you might be an animal lover, that you decide that you are to feed the monkeys and you are to make sure that they are fed and your kindness and your love, showing to the particular animals that eventually you might not realize that you are actually hurting not only them, but also the people that surround us. What do I mean? In us feeding monkeys, um, on, on, a, on, a, on a national road, on, on, on random places, we, 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 we start to initiate a thought process within the monkeys themselves that humans are their providers. That, for an example, if you were to stop next to a road where monkeys usually uh, sit around, you were to create the impression within them that at this particular point, that's where food is found and their provider would be humans. That sometimes if you were to stop next to a road, 
usually on a usual basis and feed the monkeys, the monkeys would tend to forget that they have to go around looking for their food. But they would look at that particular point in the road as its source of food. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this would then mean that monkeys would stop going around looking for food, hunting for food, but they would gather where they are usually fed. They would forget that in their nature, they are supposed to hunt for food and look for food in the wild, but they would now think that a human has the right to give them food, that they are entitled to a human being giving them food. What I'm trying to say today, we have these certain characteristics within ourselves that we are not supposed to feed, that the more we try to feed them is the more we tend to put ourselves at harm's way. The more we try to, 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 to initiate or to, to pay particular attention into these characteristics, we eventually try and grow them and, and, and instead of allowing them to move away from them, but we grow them, we feed them, we nurture them, and eventually becomes a problem. What I'm trying to say is we have these toxic traits. We have these things that we would wish to live without. But most of the time, we tend to feed them instead of, of, of starving them till they, until we lose them. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to say today that anything that you starve eventually dies out and everything that you actually feed grows and becomes stronger. Most of the time we tend to refrain from feeding our strengths and the, the right qualities that we have, the right characteristics that we have, but we tend to starve those characteristics, but feed our insecurities. The fears that we have, we tend to feed on the fears that we have and actually not feed the things that we want to see coming to life. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to say and bring to your attention today is that the more we live and feed our insecurities is the more our insecurities grow. They become a part of us. They become a part of who we are. We understand that we have uh, um, people that say, I have stage fright. I have this, I have that, but I wouldn't like to live with it for a longer time. I tend to become fearful of a crowded area. But most of the time, instead of starving that toxic trait or that weakness that we have, we usually feed it and continually grow it and nurture it till at a given point it becomes so uncontrollable that it, 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 it overcrowds everything that we have. It controls who we are and eventually we end up in places that we never wanted to be in. So today I am here to share with the basis of the scripture where Paul in one of his pastoral epistles goes on to guide his mentee, Timothy, telling him how to be a good leader, telling him and mentoring him, showing him the ways of becoming a good leader, 
where around about chapter one, he cautions Timothy about false teachings. And also chapter two, chapter three, he also mentions something about the need for prayer, the teaching about prayer, and also just the guidance that he offers to Timothy. And also how he also needs to pay attention to to, to, to false doctrines that might come. Paul is here trying to explain that not only that Timothy should be on the lookout in the ways of treating the people in church and the ways to lead not only young people, but also the elderly of the church, also the married and not married, that he needs to pay particular attention to everyone under his leadership. But he also comes in and says, also, don't only pay attention to the people inside the church, but also on the outside. Remember that there are people that have a false doctrine, a false teaching that are going around proclaiming their own power instead of the power of Jesus Christ. Proclaiming the gospel that they only have. I understand that the gospel is the good news, but at the same time, they do not go around proclaiming what we know and what I have told you as Paul. But then he comes and also says that if you are to pay particular attention around there are certain individuals, that not only looking at the gospel as it is, but they're looking at it for a particular gain. They do not have the same intentions that you might have in order to grow yourself and also grow the people that surround you, that they look to the gospel for their own benefit. And at the same time, there is a need for money, but they make the love of money Uh, They make everything about their love for money. They want a personal gain. They want everything. Though I understand as Paul that eventually they are in need. That everything that is going on within them, they are in need of money. But at the same time, they have made their need of money. They may have made that characteristic that they have their pushing factor in order to do the things that they want to do. But he comes at around about chapter 6 verse 11 and says, But oh you man of God. Now this is the, 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 the benchmark. This is where everything turns and says, But you men of God, I understand these are people that might be respected. This might seem as though it's, 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 it's something that needs to be done by anyone. But you, O oh men of God, don't do the same. But you, men of God, pursue righteousness. But you, O oh men of God, pursue godliness. Pursue love. Pursue faith, endurance, and gentleness. That I understand as Paul that you might have your own needs. I understand as Paul that you might be overcrowded by people that do not have the same uh, goal that you do. You might be overcrowded, but you might you might even think that you are the odd one out. That, ladies and gentlemen, what Paul is trying to say um, to Timothy, that you must understand that what you are trying to do might not be done by other people that surround you. That at the end of the day, we understand, ladies and gentlemen, that you, you, what you are about to do, what you have to do, is a mission that other people are refusing to take. That facing your fears, that facing your toxic trait, and facing yourself 
in this case that we are talking about, I understand what the scripture was talking about, but allow me to, 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 to point it back to yourself and say, I understand that in the mission that you have to take, you might be on your own. You might not necessarily be everyone's favorite because at the end of the day, Everyone else might be feeding their fears, feeding the monkeys within them, their insecurities of allowing them to ensure that at the end of the day, they are to be known as normal people. Yes, you have a fear. Yes, you have an insecurity. But sometimes we cannot continue to feed our fears. Do not feed the monkeys. We cannot continue to feed our insecurities the things that we are not proud of. We understand that we have a past that sometimes it humbles us to understand that we're coming from different backgrounds, things that we are not proud of. But at the same time, do not feed that thought of continually thinking about the things that you did wrong. Your mistakes do not define you. So you cannot allow yourself to feed on your mistakes. You cannot allow yourself to nurture those mistakes. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here today to say, swim upstream, face the currents, and pursue the things that grow us closer to God. Pursue righteousness. Pursue godliness. I know nowadays it is meant, uh, 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 it is a custom to our generation. It, it, It is a norm. People usually talk about it as if it's supposed to be that way. No one is perfect. That's what we usually say. That's what we go around saying. No one can ever be holy. No one can ever be righteous. But that is not true. It is only because we often focus on our shortcomings, on our weaknesses. We often focus on the things that uh, um, humble us, the mistakes that we did. And we then talk to ourselves and tell ourselves that I definitely cannot do or live the life that God wants me to live. But I'm here to say, do not feed the monkeys. Do not allow yourself to be identified or defined by your mistakes. Do not allow yourself to be placed in a corner or in a category of people that are unable to do the things that you want to do. A relationship with God where God speaks to you and you talk to God is possible. A life where we live in holiness, in righteousness, in godliness, where we pursue righteousness, where we we are so gentle in accordance to the word of God. It is possible, but not as long as we continue to feed our weaknesses. Some of us say, I cannot preach the word, but you still have the deep desire to preach the word. But you have fears, the fear of the unknown, fear of people. You can't continue to live a life where you continue to fear or to to feed on your fears. So today I'm here to say, do not feed the monkeys. Instead, you are woman of God. You, O oh man of God, the difference is that they are other people out there, but you are referred to as a woman or a man of God. 
I understand in our Christian community, we have people that, that, that make us think that it is normal to feed on our fears. They make us think that it is okay to feed on our weaknesses. But we are not defined by those weaknesses. We are not defined about, on the things that we cannot do. The Bible informs us clearly, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's the book of Philippians. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I cannot continue to live a life of impossibilities. For everything is possible with him. For nothing is impossible with God. That's the book of Luke chapter 1. For nothing is impossible with God. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here to say you can do it if you want to. But as long as you can feed that I am able. That as long as you feed on the word of God that tells you that you are able. As long as Christ is there strengthening you, you are able to do it. Do not feed the monkeys. Do not feed those insecurities. Because their insecurities might grow and start to become a problem. They might stick around where everyone can see them. The same way monkeys, instead of going around or leaving or starving to death, they might come and they might hang around where everyone can see them. And they might cause accidents in your life. Do not feed the monkeys. May God bless you. May God be with you. In the mighty name of the living Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.